welcome internet. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't gotten the notification from Twitch yet. <laughs> you may have noticed uh, our good friend Gorm has insulted a witch and has been turned into a red cup for the evening. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, more unfortunate things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, Gor Gorm will now be played by the part of red cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. Uh... I need to make that a joke. We should make it a t-shirt. I think you just Especially did. now whenever someone is I think missing. His intelligence just, modifiers oh, actually we draw gone a face on a, on a solo cup and just, if someone's ever missing, you just put it there. There we go. There you go. Yeah. I actually thought about, like, when I was missing, having just a broom here with, like, a paper plate taped to it. What? That's like plank. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Ready? Is this live? Are you live? We could always say screw it and just go play Street Fighter at my house. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> no. no. I'm going to keep pushing I'm this. I'm in. See? I want to have a Street Fighter tournament with yeah. everybody, but Sean doesn't want to do it. Let me know. I'm in. Yeah. See? I suck I mean, at Fighter. I'm in go. for it. Oh, I, mean, I, I will be god awful, but make no mistake about it. We'll make it, a double elimination. You'll have some chance. <laughs> Hello, denizens of the internet. <laughs> Welcome to Tales of Jamora, the Kraken's Wake. A D&D show, a D&D podcast, a D&D stream, a D&D extravaganza in which we engage in tales of swashbuckling and sorcery, uh, shenanigans and charlatans, uh, and uh, mutiny and betrayal. Yeah! <laughs> no. I am your host, Sean Hayes, and uh, our, our cast for the, for the night is uh, starting from my left. I'm Sean. <laughs> who, who are you playing? I am playing Twixen. So what is Twixen? Twixen is a war forged <clears throat> with a mysterious past. And he's a bard. And a bard. Yeah. <laughs> I play the Guchin. These are important details. <laughs> right. I'm a war forged bard who plays the Guchin. Yes. There we go. With a mysterious past. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Courtney. I play May. Uh, uh, yeah, a uh, wood elf rogue. <laughs> Joshua York, I play Jacobin, human paladin. Uh, can I get a hashtag, Jacobin did nothing wrong in the chat, thanks. Nope, nope. <laughs> hashtag Jacobin supports Garrosh. Hashtag Jacobin supports Sylvanas. Hashtag Jacobin did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag none of them did anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Jacobin opposes uh, Sarfang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joshua Cardi. I play Tyron Kai, and I'll be performing uh, this evening in interpretive dance. Oh, that'll be fun. I hope that's true. I really but hope that's true. But as what? <laughs> uh, what are any of us playing as? <laughs> I, I, well, we just went We just went through the other three characters. Oh, hi, I'm a Warforged bard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a uh, black-scale lizard folk druid. Uh, we are down two players this evening. Uh, so they're just going to sort of they hang, got voted off the island. fade into, yeah, we into the background. We, we, we threw them off the boat. So, As practice. Yeah. <laughs> With that, it's true. why don't we pick up where we left off? So last oh, session, <laughs> or the last three episodes for our, our YouTube, and pod, or YouTube viewers and podcast listeners, you ventured into the jungle to go oh, meet God, with some right. orcish merchants. Uh, as Jacobin's interest in, in meeting orcs was, was piqued. And the rest of you wanted to get some supplies. Uh, upon arrival, uh, 
the orcs, uh, you know, gave you some some information on their history and their culture a little bit. Uh, Jacobin, unimpressed with the wares that they had, and said, "This is this is basically a waste of time. We need to get going. We need to get back on the ship." Also, not too down that they're down with uh, Nord, the pig god, your, your patron. Yeah, your, your divine patron. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that they like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, they then mentioned that they're. They are being assaulted by uh, these large reptilian creatures or large beasts that they weren't sure what was hunting them and uh, that there was a, a sort of hunting sport going on to catch them uh, and, and defeat them so that you know their tribe wouldn't be hunted by them anymore. It said, it's open to all comers, so if you want to partake, you, know, you can and you get you know, whatever you can take off of the creatures. Um, so, uh, up to a party vote, uh, the majority voted to go along, uh, and the rest of the folks were sort of dragged along. Uh, won't name names, but... Certain paladins. Certain paladins. <laughs> <laughs> Upon finding said creatures after, after tracking them through the jungles, you discovered that you have encountered these beasts before on the island of Ogara, where your adventure first started. Uh, that they took the shape of uh, sort of theropod dinosaurs, but then had sort of vines and moss growing out of their backs uh, to provide some element of camouflage. Trying to set up an ambush, uh, Again, a, a certain unnamed paladin opted that it was it was time to uh, kind of teach a lesson in why we shouldn't be off running uh, sort of dangerous missions that are superfluous to our goal at hand. Uh, but proceeded to then cast a paralyzing spell on uh, a certain wood elf rogue who shall rename unnamed. <laughs> Rename? who shall remain unknown, oh. <laughs> uh, causing her to get flung out in the open and then promptly eaten by a tyrannosaur, yeah. or tyrannosaur-like creature, uh, dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not just zero hit points, dead. Yeah. Like Thankfully, dead, dead. Uh, you all had a gem that you picked up in the ruins beneath Ogara. You all, as in Jacobin, had a... The party found it. An you were holding on to it. And had a, and had a gem. <laughs> um, and you were able to cast a revivify spell on her to restore her back to life. Uh, Jacobin then proceeded to head back to the ship on his own, got lost. The rest of you... Got found again. Uh, ...retrieved um, these sort of amber stones uh, from these creatures while the rest of it sort of just melted away into sort of fey mushrooms and flowers and other stuff. And sort away. of just dissolved. No, the mushrooms had legs and walked away. Right, yeah. And then, you know, heading back to the orc village, met up with them. Uh, you sat in on sort of a, a spirit, not a quest per se, but a vision uh, of Tyronkai's, where you... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Got a little happy. I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> you got a wonderful view of the surroundings. Yeah. Um, and you're not quite sure what sort of form that was, 
or what sort of creature that was. Uh, and it was a very unnerving vision. So, after that, you headed back to the ship. Uh, actually, finding that you got back to the ship with supplies before Jacobin did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and informed the crew of what had transpired. And Some tensions are high. Them very loudly. The, the, the murder attempt. Actually, no. Successful, successful murder. murder. Successful. Yeah. Yeah. My eyes could roll any harder, they'd come out of my head. <laughs> um, and uh, upon arriving, Jacob and going straight to his captain's quarters on the ship. And uh, that discussion happening on deck, and your companion, Seraph. Blew out my eardrums. Yes. Yeah. Uh, became Both very and out of game. <laughs> very upset. And revealed uh, that he is capable of sprouting sort of golden ephemeral wings. Some of us already knew that. And his, his eyes sort of lit up with, with sort of gold radiant energy when he did that. And that <laughs> is where we will pick back, is where we will pick tonight's session back up. <laughs> yes. So, with that news, uh, he has stormed off to his own room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the rest of the crew, uh, Gorm is uh, not on deck. Uh, he is presumably below deck somewhere. Helping put away the supplies that we brought in. Yeah. 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 Um, the rest of the crew is is above deck, and uh, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. There, there's not a whole lot of discussion going on. The tension <coughs> in the air is so thick and palpable that... You could put it on toast. You could. I think I'm handing out rum, aren't I? I was going to say, he was handing out... You did. You handed out rum. He handed out rum. I grabbed Uh, a bottle and went to my room. It has not done much to settle the mood. Um, Of no, in particular, uh, some of your crew members, namely the crew uh, of the Jade Lotus that you picked up, so... Your quartermaster, uh, Savellio's Oak Breeze. Your uh, one of your gunners. Nope, sorry, deckhand, Homura, the flying tiger. Yeah. Your engineer, Benny Fizzlebang. Oh man, it'd be bad if we lose him. Uh, one of your gunners, uh, Valrus, uh, are all in particular, um, kind of weighing their options, um, as. Uh, they have other uh, venues that they can explore as far as revenue goes. Um, and they would certainly have no trouble finding another ship to just, you know, that you, you would come across to just say, hey, we're done. We're leaving. Um, your longtime friends, Wilhelm von Hemmerschmidt, the uh, blacksmith, from the town of Deepwater, and Kramer Stonehoof, your your first found friend in Deepwater, uh, who has Kramer. been with you on many adventures, is also wondering how this journey is going to go if something like this uh, we all are. can easily sort of derail the morale of the crew. <clears throat> um, your cook, Malora Starthistle, 
uh, is, is sort of just aghast at this whole thing and has gone back to the kitchen and, and locked the door to the kitchen. <laughs> She's not even staying in our room tonight. No, she. Well, th and this is well, this is yeah. afternoon. Yeah. But. <laughs> um, <laughs> has just retreated to the kitchen, where uh, you know most of the time nobody else is really allowed in, to you know to prevent from any other people from messing around with the food. <clears throat> and that basically leaves uh, Korev, your your dragonborn. Master Gunner, who's like simply still just sitting in the in the big gun, just shaking his head uh, derisively at this entire scenario. So, I guess that leaves Twixen and Tyrant Kai on deck. Cool. <laughs> what about Edwin? Oh, Thank you for reminding me. Your yeah. your other longtime companion, Edwin. Yeah. Edwin is unhappy with what uh, has transpired and what, based on both accounts, of of from what he has gathered of, uh, and is simply um, in a in a sullen mood, uh, sitting on sort of a pile of crates and and ropes and supplies. Uh, just looking at his book, at his tome, Ooh. and and just kind of pouring through his tome, kind of a thing. So, yes, uh, Twixen and Tyrant Kai. Who are we? We're on dock right now, right? Yeah. Well, the, so there's no docks per se, but sure. you are. We're anchored. You're We're essentially anchored, anchored in okay. a. Oh, Lagoon. Okay, so we don't need someone at the helm right now. No. Okay. No, you can't lose yourself in, in steering the yep. ship around. Well, I could. <laughs> <laughs> Tyron Kai is still lost in thought and is wearing the reptilian equivalent of a big, dumb, goofy grin. <laughs> Both still riding on cloud nine from his uh, vision, but also uh, in a twisted way, kind of enjoying watching all of this play out. Interesting. Interesting. Well, to him, soft skins, you know, flittering about with their emotions are so amusing. To a clan of a, <clears throat> to a clan of lizard folk, it's just whoever's strongest is right, and there's no dissent. In some cases. Well. In your case. In yeah. your tribe, yes. Sevelios <laughs> walks up to Twixen. What in you think is going to happen from here on out, Master Twixen? Master Twix. <laughs> it is hard to say. I think... I think only the passage of time will show us that. I see. I have faith 
that our captain will be able to work things out. We'll see. Maybe so. All I know is that with the way things feel right now is that it's going to make for a rather difficult voyage, even if we're halfway to our destination. The emotions are high. Let them calm down. Huh. A bit of advice for those of you. And, and he kind of raises his voice a little bit so that people hear. Um, but uh, you, you take note that most of the folks that are above deck right now are folks that have served on ships before. <laughs> so it's a little bit like preaching to the choir, but for, for those that, that aren't. Problems with other members of the crew are a bit magnified when you're stuck together in a very small, confined space for an extended period of time. It can cause things to get out of control, whereas if we were on land, you know, you might not see each other for a few days. And that will allow you things to calm down. It's a little difficult when the uh, land, quote unquote, you occupy, is, you know, a 50 foot by 20 foot boat. I point to the jungle behind us. Well, it sounds like. Uh, the captain doesn't want to spend any more time here. So. Let me speak to him. All right. <clears throat> I knock on Jacobin's door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, uh. you hear the thick uh, weight of footsteps. Uh, yep. Striding up to your door, and then uh, come in. I open, enter. I'm just sitting on the edge of my bed, uh, still my leg plates, but from the waist up, just bare. Okay. Kind of just leaning over, head down. I like glance up briefly to see who it is. Look back down. I imagine I stand there really awkwardly just staring at him for several minutes. Yeah. <laughs> after, it, is, it is very uncomfortable. After <laughs> a short moment. Yeah. <laughs> Come in. Close the door behind you. <laughs> what is it? I have noticed that humans sometimes enjoy conversation. <laughs> I'm glad of anybody who came to speak with me, it was you. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to engage in conversation about? 
No, particularly, no. I see. What about you? Processing. I'll stand by. <laughs> Snarky comment loading. Please wait. <laughs> Why? Why what? With me. To teach her a lesson. A real lesson. Do you think it worked? Honestly, yes. Admittedly, it got a little more out of hand than I had planned, but maybe for the better. Maybe she understands now what I was trying to say. Maybe not. And what was that? That we need to be focused on our actual mission and not being frivolous chasing monsters in the jungle when the reward doesn't match the risk. Let's see. Thank you. I go back down to my workshop. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the... Do you leave your, your lantern in the workshop, or, did you, or do you keep it around with you? I think I usually keep it in my chest cavity with okay. Jean-Francois. Yeah. It'd be pretty cramped in there. Oh, it's very It's cramped. a bit cramped in there. But, um, I, think, I think he was complaining about that last time. So you, you hear, yeah, you can, yeah. when you reach down to the yeah, workshop. Yep. <clears throat> Captain. Yes. It seems this situation's a bit out of hand. What do you suggest? We should find some way to resolve it. What do you suggest? I mean, not necessarily we, but there, there should be some sort of resolution to this situation. Agreed. You, you and I had our squabbles back in the day, but never putting each other in directly in harm's way like that. Yes. What is the resolution? I would say get to the bottom of why Jacobin acts the way he does, but I, I can't exactly do much in my current form. Right. I will say the, the progress that you've made on a on a chassis is is very nice. I mean, it's missing sort of the crystalline structure that I'm used to, but you know, we, we can always outfit that later. Yes, we can make modifications as we find them. Yeah. 
Uh, at this point, we're going to cut to May. You hear a knock on your door. At this moment in time, May is doing the two things you should never do at the same time. She is drinking and sharpening one of her daggers. Oh, boy. Oh, they say, they say drinking and taking pills. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, come in. Uh, the door opens, and it is Sibelius. Captain? Uh, uh, apothecary? <laughs> I, I don't know what your appropriate title is. Uh, May is just fine. Yes. Yeah. May I come in? If you must. He sort of awkwardly comes in and sits down and, and shuts the door behind him. Yep. Look, I think that there, there needs to be some sort of... I seen uh, the way you and Jacob interact. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that there needs to be some sort of <laughs> eyeing and hearing the sound of shh. Yeah, yeah. With of the dagger. Uh, <laughs> peaceful resolution to this, whatever that may be. Now, I've seen handiwork like yours before. Mm -hmm. So I have an idea of what you might be planning. Just I would ask you to just hold off, please. Sibelius, there's there's been a lot of things that have happened in my life. May I ain't never been part of a mutiny, and I don't intend to be part of one now. Hmm. No, there's a, a lot of things have happened in my life to get me to where I am. And I, I'm trying to be a better person. But, and I will always help out somebody who is willing to help me. Like, that's how we survive. That's how I've always been able to survive. But after Jacob and got me killed, he's dead to me. 100%. It is, he's not worth the effort that I could spend in trying to kill him. Because he's not worth it. He's not worth any of my time. I thought that he had changed, or at least started to turn over a new leaf when he communed with his god or brother or whatever combination of all of both of those but it's become extremely crystal clear to me that he he obviously only cares about his goals and his life and he doesn't care about anybody else and I will stay on this ship and stay quiet and not cause any mutiny but when we land, do not think that I will be staying anywhere near him unless he does something to prove to me that he's worth me caring about. Because trust me, I'd love to throw him overboard and do what he did to me and say swim when he can't. But that's... 
I know we're cramped here. And I know that that is not an outcome that would actually give me any peace. So, yeah. And he wouldn't focus on, you know, the fact that we were able to get the rest of the food and supplies that we needed by being able to fight these creatures and bringing it back and trading with, you know, the tribe. And it's just, I don't, he's just too, too focused on himself and I don't want to be in that reflection I, at all. He seems to have a singular focus. Yeah. Which, and in some cases, it's, it's good, but... In, some, in a lot one, of one cases... One thing you learn on the high seas, opportunity may strike whenever you least expect it, and it's important to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I mean, we, we had an opportunity to be able to trade and get what we needed and, you know, have some fun at it, too. Especially if uh, there be, you know, the Kraken out and loose. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a problem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's kind of a problem. And I completely agree with that. And so. I completely, you know, I'll do what is necessary to keep everyone on this ship safe and as healthy as I can. But he is, he is nothing to me. He is dead to me. All right. As he gets up, he kind of does, like, he turns to look at you and then, like, does a bit of a double take and looks, like, a little taken aback uh, and then kind of just shakes his head as if, like, as if, like, he'd seen, like, a ghost or something and just, like, shook it out and then, no, I must, eyes must be playing tricks on me. And then leaves, <laughs> shuts the door behind him. Mm -hmm. Drinking and sharpening. Jacob, mm -hmm. you have another knock on your door. <laughs> keep the keep the cue moving. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> it is Edwin. Jacob. Like to talk? Not particularly, but you came in, so why not? And you hear in your head, thank you. No need. As you wish. He, he comes in and sits down with his big, big tome on his lap. Any uh, good stories in there? Oh, no. I didn't think so. You, you know, this is a spell book. I know, just breaking the ice a little bit. Death is 
funny thing, yeah. Hmm. Something that seems to follow us wherever we go. Unfortunately, that's true. I can see what you are trying to prove, but I think your lesson went beyond what you are normally saying in jest, and I think it's important that we not cause needless death. I wouldn't disagree, but... That being said, we had no business being out there in the first place. Jacob, we, we had no business being in those ruins either. You're not wrong. Just. Well, there not are, entirely, actually. There are forces. I had a reason to be there. There are, well, as. Technically, so did I, but I'm not. I do not know if I need <laughs> to be in there or not, but there are forces more powerful and ancient than death itself at play in the world. Yeah, I'm not quite a fan of these uh, powers that be. Considering I seem to be just a simple tool of one of them. No. At least you seem friendly enough. Hmm, debatable, but maybe. And he seems to just kind of drift off for a moment with a sort of sad look on his face, haunted look on his face. after a moment says just even though we had the means to bring her back it does no one any good to treat life so carelessly when there are so many who did not have the option. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I to have, to have interrupted. You're not interrupting any captain. Uh, I, I, I must get going, uh, and take a look at some of the charts. Yeah. He kind of quickly gets up and leaves. Uh, before he goes, just. I'm sorry, for whatever reason, you got dragged into this, whether it be of your own volition or not, but... There are things you do not know of this conflict. Things that would make you go mad if you knew. 
Then he turns and leaves. Not that far off, friend. Um, when he leaves, um, kind of leaves the door open for a little bit, and you hear, you overhear from the crew outside, kind of thing talk over here, the talking about Seraph's outburst and the bright golden wings that came out of his back and everything, and that jogs. That description jogs a memory of people from your past, long ago, that you've, you've pretty much forgotten mm. until now because of a few striking moments where you saw them coming into the Rose Gardens um, for parties and events of that nature. Uh, of one particular family of, of nobles in Twillin. Uh, that upon procession, you know, as a big grand display, they would display these bright, shimmering golden wings. And that was the only time you've ever seen anyone, it, it, through your subsequent Mm -hmm. Travels through twelve, have that. Mm -hmm. You knew uh, from that family's description that they were Asimar, um, and you've met other Asimar in your travels. Um, you know through twelve, they're—I wouldn't say they're common, mm. but you meet them often enough, as if they're sort of drawn to that place because of its darkness. Mm. Uh, none of them had these wings, or were able to produce these wings. But the name of the family escapes you. You just remember that it was one of the prominent noble families in Twill. Tolan. I uh, get up, I go to the door. Just see, take a quick glance out onto the deck and see what's going on. Um, at this point, um, it's Hamura and the, the rest of the crew, uh, without Sevelios, are sort of just standing around in a circle, kind of talking amongst each other. Korav is still just sitting up in the, the gunner spot. Um, at this point, Wilhelm and Kramer have gone below deck, it seems. Um, Edwin's nowhere to be found. Uh, and I would guess Tyron Kai's still up there, kind of just <coughs> sitting with a <laughs> unusual toothy grin. Looking out over looking out over the edge of the boat over the over the ocean, just in thought. I'll uh, actually stroll over to Terenkai. Um, what's your passive insight? Actually, never passive. mind. I have that. Yeah. Passive insight. Perception or insight? No, insight. passive insight. 12. Okay. Um, 
it's you can feel. So I mean, when you when you come out onto the deck, you walk over to Tyrankai. You can sense that there are glances over in your direction and people taking note. And you can you can get a sense of the, the yeah. tension kind of in the, in the air. That's all. I will stroll up and I lean back against the rails, so I'm actually overlooking the deck. Mm -hmm. So were they hiding any good stuff on us when you got back to those uh, orcs? Was it worth it? You have no idea. <laughs> you want to give me a hint then? What, did they actually have some metal or like real weapons or something that they weren't showing us? Not all wealth is metal. <laughs> yeah, that's where you lose them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Tyrank, I turn to face you slightly. I have found a new sense of purpose. That's good. Is it uh, gonna take you on a different path, or are you going to stick around with us? I told you before we left I would follow you. <clears throat> Trouble follows you like birds to dead flesh, <laughs> providing ample opportunity for battle and for me to grow stronger. It's like I've got a dead dragon with me today. I was like using your analogy with the flesh and the, the birds. It means I got like a lot of it. You soft skins will perplex me forever. <laughs> your, uh, <clears throat> your actions today were very strange. It is a poor use for soldiers to kill them. I don't know that I'd consider May much of a soldier. And I wouldn't yet either. she has lived this long. Well. Would it surprise you if I said that wasn't her first go around with that? Yes. Nope. You joined after. Mm. Well. You seem inefficient at this. What I kill stays dead. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how much uh, trouble would fall on me if we didn't bring her back. I go, just look at everybody now. I do not understand why everyone seems so averse to you now. She was returned unharmed. Exactly. Everything's just like it was before we even went on the stupid island, whatever. Island, land, whatever. I must it's ask. just like we never even went. I must ask. Your action perplexes me. Before we left, you spoke of loss. Yeah. You certainly smell of it. Is <laughs> that a bit of a burn? You know what a burn is? Not like a literal burn. Guy looks completely flummoxed <laughs> by this. It's something we can learn another day. But continue. Sorry to interrupt. I would think you would want 
you would want your soldiers stronger. Why would you oppose them seeking out battle? What you are attempting to do will require great strength, and your enemies are many without making more. I've got something in my mind that needs to get done, and that's what's going to get done. Other distractions I'd rather not waste time with. Are you already the match for that which you seek to kill? Nope, but I was pointed in a direction, and that's the direction we're going. This was in that direction as well. Not quite. For my part, I have grown stronger and will be better suited to aid you in your task. Not every distraction is going to be wasteful. Thought to consider. Let us hope you do. At this point, you see Sevelius come up from below decks. Ah. Jacobin. We, we may need to have a resolution to this whole thing that's happening, because... What thing? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring some brevity to the situation there, brother. Ah. It's hard to tell with you sometimes. Yeah. Uh. I have seen other people with maze skills before. I had another one lined up, but I'll hold it. <laughs> Things uh, don't go well when people piss them off. I'm unconcerned with anything may, may or may not try to do to me. See, here's the thing. Is I spoke with her. You're dead to her. Well, that makes this easy. Which means, likely, she won't have your back. Well, she's free to get off the next port. She has ties to the rest of the crew. But... I don't know. This has all gone to shit. One day. That's all it takes. How weak-minded are all of you? I say pretty loudly. Jacobin. What kind of resolve is this? Jacobin. Have you ever captained a ship before? First time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm doing so all right. So let me tell you something. <laughs> all it takes is one day for everything to go to shit. Yeah, my comment stands. All it took was one day for my ship to be destroyed and the rest of us to find ourselves locked up, waiting to be sacrificed for some bizarre Kraken yeah. being. And yet you're all still together. Aye. And yet you have a ship to be on. And yet you have it pretty good here. 
do believe Let me be clear, Jacobin. We're not here for the money. It's fine. We're here because we believed in you lot. Now, all I'm saying is you've said that you have a clear purpose. Just make sure that you don't lose sight of everything else. And to be quite honest, if captaining a vessel has taken you away from that purpose, just say so. No. Because you stink at it. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns and kicks a bucket. I think that's just kind of subjective on his part. I mean, he got his ship sunk. Glad I believed that. It was eaten. Yeah. Last time something tried to eat our ship, we drove it off. Oh my God. You did so with our aid. Correct. I'm not trying to take the piss out of you. No. I'm just being honest. And if you've really got a problem, well, you do what you gotta do. I bust out a crazy sea shanty. <laughs> a crazy you, you sea come up shanty? From here, yes. <laughs> okay. Something, so you witnessed something this whole conversation. very lively, <laughs> like, a, like a nice jig. It feels, it, it seems to fall flat. Yep, it, I keep going seems, anyway. It seems inappropriate. It's like circus music is smiling, at which is, a which is yep. your MO. It's yep. inappropriate music <laughs> yeah. for the situation. Yep. It's like circus music at funeral. Yes. Or, or, you know, when you're supposed to play something lively and you play something in minor keys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's perfect. I lost 40 men that day, Jacobin. I'm sorry you did. The ocean winds may roll and the stormy winds may blow. <laughs> but we take some time to think on it. The top, the At least take it to twiddle of us. And once we get there, you make your choice. Until then. I'm going to need your help to keep this ship and this crew under control. And uh, I'm going to use my inspiration to make an NPC do what I want them to do for me. Sure. Basically, I would like him to make sure all NPCs on the ship, like, don't do anything crazy until we get to 12. Sure. And then if they, they can do whatever they want. He will do whatever is in his power to make that happen. Yeah. I think he was going to do that anyway. But well... I just wanted to make it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which, when I, you, uh, I didn't make him too happy just now. Yeah. When you say that, he kind of just narrows his eyes at you, and Hamura starts to step forward. And it's a little difficult to tell. He, Hamura kind of has a, a bit of a stone-faced demeanor. But he begins to step forward, and Sveller's kind of just, ah. Remember... I've done nothing but help everybody on this ship up to this point. 
Spellius just says it. Everyone back to your posts. <laughs> the we might as well be shoving off for that shithole anyway. Korev unceremoniously spits off the side of the deck and rubs his hands together and gets ready. We're still waiting for the ship to repair, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Yep. So he basically goes below deck with the pretty much the rest of the crew, since most of them are required to make the repairs necessary. Then you hear uh, coming from Vyarus's pack as they're going down. Well, you'll never go to me around, you blind buffoon! Yes! <laughs> yeah. I honestly forgot about him. <laughs> How? He kept his mouth you shut. You oily ophidian? <laughs> That's a good one. I wish I was there. <laughs> I'm going to stay up on deck. You hear I, I am almost, Jacob is almost reveling in how much people are uh, not so hyped on him right now. Uh, as people are filing down, um, you catch Edwin out of the corner of your eye and he just looks at you. And you hear in the back of your head. That was... Not strategic, Jacobin. Whenever I've ever been strategic. There we go. <laughs> do you say that or do you think that? I say it. Okay. He just shakes his head and just goes below deck. So. Quite a mess I've got myself into, Taren Kai. And you're here with me. See how far you have fallen so quickly. I don't think I ever got too high to begin with. <coughs> I know not who or what you have lost. You have never deigned to tell me. But your actions today would bring them shame. No wow. doubt. No doubt you're right about that. Uh, May. Yes. You hear another knock on your door. Come in. It's uh, it's Sevelios again. Mm -hmm. The knife is down by now. I'm just drinking. <laughs> May we need all hands to begin repairs. Okay, I'll do what I can. The captain wants to get to Twill Twillin as soon as possible. Yeah, I'd and like I that ain't too. going against his orders. Yeah, I'd like that too. Because <laughs> we know what happened the last time someone did that. <laughs> I mean, there were no orders. And I'm, like, I'm like at least halfway down the bottle at this point. I'm like, I'll help in any way I can. Just picture trying to like hammer something going back and just the way the hammer just tracking. Yeah, kind of. Way that the hammer just pulls you back down. <laughs> There's just so much blank slate right now. She's still in, May is still in kind of a state of shock over what happened. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just... Like, and she's wash. broken into the good rom, so... <laughs> well, May didn't break into it. Twixen did. He, um. leaves, he leaves the door open, yeah. and you see him go, and he knocks on the, the kitchen door. Mm-hmm. Meloria answers. Meloria, we need as many hands as possible to make in repairs. Until repairs are finished, it's hardtack and water for everybody. We can't afford any crew to be wasting time with other ventures. So, she shrugs, nods. Slowly and get just up. and gets to work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically everybody except for uh, the four of you, if you wish, and Korav are below decks working on repairs. I'll go below decks. Okay. Savelios kind of insists that Tyron Kai helps, but there's a palpable aura of malice and discontent of being forced into manual labor. But he will help with repairs. Fact. Jacobin goes to help with repairs. May goes down to try and help, sees him, goes right back up to her room. And just like I have not like, like taken yep. the bottle out of my hand. It's just <laughs> so as you go back up, mm-hmm. Svelios goes up with you. Takes, you know, May. Holds his hand out to you. Puts the cork back in. The cork that I bit off and threw across the He goes, road. puts it back in the kitchen. <laughs> I will handle the situation. We need everybody on repairs. What I can. It's silent. And as the two of you walk down, Captain, it might be best if we have you taking a survey above deck, just keeping an eye out for anything that might come up on us. It's important for me to be here doing this. Put our best set of eyes up there. Certainly ain't mine. Well. Yep. You have good eyes. May, you're with me. Up, down, up, down. God, let's pick a place and go. She's going to yark on the deck. And the two of them (laughs) go above deck. (laughs) Yeah. So... It's now, uh, it's the two of you and Korev. Okay. And the rest of you are below deck. I'm doing my throat singing, the very jaunty <laughs> sea shanty. <laughs> but like, jaunty with throat my throat singing. singing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, while I'm, while I'm working, putting mm. the boards. And, Okay. Yes. What are you up to now that Twixit has started doing his his throat singing, and Jacobin has joined you 
all below decks to make repairs. He's trying to ignore the throat singing because it is, is both painful and offensive to his ears. But uh, he's, he's uh, trying to uh, stomach the indignity of being forced into manual labor, especially because he still has much he wants to think on and he wants to get back below deck to his little hole. So, but uh, I, I will point out that whenever like you would raise a stink, mm -hmm. Svelius would say, Captain's orders, now get to work. No one's exempt. Well, that would only be an issue once. Okay. I don't remember saying these things. Well, that's how it's being interpreted. It's fine. So. <laughs> he, he, is, he is doing what you asked him to do. Sure. So, you know, Tyron Kai is neither small nor weak, so he's actually well-suited to this type of grunt work. Mm -hmm. But uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, he is massively incensed on it. He, he knows better than to <coughs> say anything, especially with how tense everything is. But he's silently fuming at being reduced to, uh, you know, unskilled manual labor. Nobody's accurate. No one, no one is no, enjoying. No. Twix in this. My day started off so good. It's just done I mean, under a complete. I'm okay with the labor part. I still don't really love the, the, the you know, the tension. Um, yes, the would, killing. Would you even have any concept of the tension? <laughs> I would have a concept of it. I wouldn't necessarily understand the why. Kramer, <laughs> you know, Kramer notices that you're chafing at the, the manual labor part. <laughs> Tyron Kai, there is nothing wrong with doing some manual repairs on things. It's good to help practice your your skills every once in a while as he's like putting planks up and kind of nailing them in. Oddly, that helps. Tyron Kai stop, stops and seems to be thinking on that for a moment and while still noticeably uh, displeased with the whole thing, is not as angry as he was with the whole situation. What was the rate? Everybody's pay rate. Um, More notes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was everybody's pay rate. Uh, I, know I believe I have how so. Much. I think for uh, it was like two gold a day. Okay. Oh. And then for okay. like the the higher skill people, it was uh, three gold a day. Perfect. As we're working, um, my guess if this many people are trying to fix repair. It's a cluster. It's just too many people, too many bodies. There, there was a lot of damage. Yeah, but I so mean, it's, it's and it's you're not all on one deck because there's only there's only 15 of you, right. and so there's only 12 people doing repairs, yeah. and you're split between like two decks, and the full length of the decks. Okay. Also, I probably have the most skilled people actually doing the I, the nailing yeah. and whatnot, and everyone else is just schlepping back and forth. Contrary to what Savellios is saying, I'm letting people take as many breaks as they need. With the repairs will get done at the rate they need to get repaired, and to to have them done correctly and well. Uh, we're not eating hardtack and water. That's just stupid. Uh, <laughs> we're having soft tack. No, we're <laughs> eating normally. Um, we have supplies. We could just eat raw stuff like vegetables and dried meat and whatnot. You mean the stuff that we just got? 
And whatever, whenever we finish, I don't know what time do we, we stop. Um, I mean, with everybody working it's on it. Just everything? when I say stop? Pretty much. Whenever you decide that we're ready Or how to go long again. is it going to take us at this pace um, to repair? You can get all of the repairs done by midnight. Yeah, we're not working until midnight. We'll work until dinner time. Okay. Um, when we finish, and before everybody goes to do whatever they do before dinner, let everybody know due to the emotional stress that they've been subjected to, I'm tripling their pay when we get to twill and adding a 100 gold bonus for everybody upon completion getting to twill. Let them, them know if uh, I understand if they harbor any ill feelings towards me in particular or whatever, but mostly me in particular, and that if they want to off off the crew, and that'll be their point to do it. But they'll still be paid triple with a hundred gold bonus. Yep. And I apologize for again any emotional, mental stress they have to be put through at this point. And I head back to my cabin. I don't think I'm they're the one you're supposed to be apologizing. <laughs> so, <laughs> wink, wink, nine, so yeah, nine. so basically, <laughs> this was made for um, so during this whole process. May, Sevelios, and Korav remained above deck. Yep. I'm just, yeah, this is all I want to do for the yep. day. Mm-hmm. So. Can I tell you something, May? Yes. I don't look the part. Of? Of a wealthy man. But I didn't sign up for the maritime life, the privateering, for glory and riches and wealth. Signed up for it to help people. Yeah. To to hunt down people who hurt other people. Your very noble aspirations. I know that I'm thankful that you helped us at the deep water. How you I'm certainly thankful that your crew rescued us deep within those ruins. Yeah, I kind of pissed myself a little when I saw you all strung up like that. Ha! You don't even know the half of it. It was, they were gonna infuse your friend Edwin's body with some sort of creature. Oh, God, that's just what Edwin needs. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that we were able to stop that from happening. I mean, I I realize a lot's kind of come out of that, but... No, this is not... We've got... We've come pretty far. No, the battery is dying on this. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. Um, Well... Once we reach Twill, if then you find yourself questioning the values of what you're doing, who you're traveling with, you can always find a spot in my crew. Aww. 
You won't have any need for wealth. We own a mine. <laughs> a mine. Okay, so imagine like cartoon character like dollar signs. We own a mine in Drummanot. Oh. Uh, oh. We have a castle. Okay. Yeah, Hamora's crown ain't for show. Oh shit. Yeah. I I I I greatly so, appreciate the offer. We don't have to take contracts for money. We can help people as we please without having to worry about, you know, whether or not we're going to get paid for the next job. I greatly appreciate that offer. I <clears throat> I know you seem to be the one that understands money the most. So yeah, yeah. out of the group. Yeah, um, uh, she's just salivating at this point. But um, I, I do have something that I have to investigate um, when we get to 12. But after that, I will definitely keep you on my radar, sir. I like being around people who help others. That's Just how we get by. I will need your help in keeping things under control until we get to 12. For you, I will do what I can. You hear Korav at the front, and he spits again over the side. This is why Dravos will eventually fall to the Cardarell Empire. Y'all fight amongst yourselves. You lack discipline. It's the truth. I, now, I may not agree with what they did, but the price I paid for that was me being here instead of over there, overseas. Yeah. I just know that I don't want to be fighting for my life anymore. None of us do. None of us do. Then you see, he does this weird double take again. Like, kind of, he looks at you and then kind of like, <clears throat> May. Yeah? I don't, I don't think you ever really mentioned it. Where are you from? Just out of curiosity. Are we going there right now? <laughs> Can we pick something off the top of that? 
Where are you from? And as you start to answer that question, oh, beautiful, is because <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> you see in the kind of reflection of some of Savellios's buckles, right? Like some of the belt buckles that have big square mm-hmm. kind of brass yep. clasp on. That you know, he he keeps them pretty well polished. You can see your reflection in it. You see, there is almost like a a shadow behind you. The shadow of your of yourself. Like, are we talking like Peter Pan shadow? Very style? briefly, like like a like a dark kind of ghostly reflection of you. That's like three inches out of sync that the moment you notice it it kind of shifts for a little bit and then dissipates really quick and that is where we'll take a break